It's time for another episode of Corner of the Galaxy from the Box. The show that gets you behind the scenes of the LA Galaxy and into the minds of soccer reporters and MLS experts. Your hosts for the day are Corner of the Galaxy's Josh Gessman and LA Times soccer reporter Kevin Baxter. Let's start the show. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Corner of the Galaxy from the Box on cornerofthegalaxy.com. I'm your host, Josh Guessman, coming to you on a Monday, June 1st. That's right. It is June, boys and girls. Uh, listen, the world's a crazy place right now, uh, and so we're certainly acknowledging that it is a crazy place, but there's some really interesting stuff that's going on in Major League Soccer as well. So I hope all of you are safe uh, from within our lockdowns and our curfews we're recording for you. Uh, so stay safe as we try to talk a little bit about the Galaxy tonight um, and, and try to keep you updated on what Major League Soccer is doing and what big developments have come up. We have a counter offer from the Players Association. We have a, a reaction from the owners almost immediately that is uh, a little bit baffling, so we're going to talk about that. There's some birthdays to celebrate. Uh, we're going to tell you where the LA Galaxy have been. And of course, uh, we're going to get you uh, some of the rumors that are still skittering around as we uh, hopefully work towards a transfer window. Nobody's even sure if that's going to happen. Uh, to help me do all that, no Kevin Baxter tonight. Uh, I've been uh, fortunate enough to hook up with one of my very, very good friends. Uh, we've been trying to do this for about a month, and this sort of lined up. The stars have aligned. Uh, please welcome from the Riot Squad cast, Mr. Chris Tucker. Chris, buddy, thanks for, thanks for coming on. I appreciate it. Oh my God, that was professional. Uh, it, it happens every once in a while. Jesus. I, can I, I can say, can I say Jesus? You Christ? can say is Jesus. That... This is this is the fun thing. Chris and I had a talk before this, and I said, listen, uh, if you haven't followed uh, Chris and you haven't listened to a show, I know ninety percent of you have, um, but if you haven't, you should go over there. I warn you, it's not safe for work. I think that's the the, no. the easiest way to say that. Um, not at so, all. So if your kids are in the car maybe not the best way on the on the way to school but uh chris has promised me he's not going to swear on the show uh and he even put a picture of his grandmother in front of him to ensure that you wouldn't swear right big mama big mama's right on the wall i'm gonna i'm gonna, I'm gonna do my absolute best to be a good boy i promise that's uh no no you're good you're good all good so um how, how are things mr tucker i know it's a it's a crazy world i know things are going crazy um are, are you staying sane uh, as, as you can do, you know, I'm, I'm in finals week as I imagine a lot of people listening to this are, and I am a father of three, including two teenagers and a, uh, 21 month old toddler, uh, who are all quarantined at home with me. So, yes. you know, I feel like everyone can kind of do two plus two equals five there. Yes. And, uh, you know, and the world is on fire. So between these three, you know, it's, it's, a uh, it's been a, it's been an interesting week, but I'm doing okay. I can't complain. How about yourself, sir? It, it's been an interesting year this month, right? That's that's how, that's how, how it's sort of been going. This is the longest, fastest year of my life <laughs> by a country mile. It is. It's not remotely close. No, but uh, you know, it's, I'm, uh, overall, I'm doing okay. Yeah, doing we're right. we're we're hanging in here. Uh, the the youngster is is progressing through sleep training, so we're getting 11 hours out of him at night, uh, which is amazing. He just has decided that naps suck now, so um, he's like, mm. what? Why would I take an hour and a half nap when I can take a 30 minute nap? So, that, so my my, bo- my boy, 21 months, he had he had been getting to about three hours of sleep for a nap. It was beautiful because I'm in school. So like as right. soon as he goes down, I start doing homework. Right. He got to three hours of sleep. And, and if you guys don't have kids, you don't quite understand yet. Like randomly out of nowhere, he got to 45 minutes of sleep and was like, I'm awake now. <laughs> Come play with me, dad. <laughs> yep. Yep. And that's, that's, it's like, all right, well, you know, and now I can't go outside anymore. So, so again, yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, it's, it, it, is it, it's it, it it absolutely no. I understand how that is. Well, uh, let's get a little bit. Uh, let's get start talking about some LA Galaxy. Um, there is a lot of information coming out. We want to place set as we always do on the show, which is where the galaxy would have been right now. I'm going to tell you something that scratches your head a little bit, and obviously you know where this is going, but it's still an interesting little tidbit, and that is that the LA Galaxy have technically run out of postponed games. There are no more postponed games on the calendar, at least not until MLS decides to postpone some more games, and then it will go that way. But as of right now, if you go to the LA Galaxy schedule on the LA Galaxy site, it will show you Saturday, June 13th, 7 p.m., San Jose Earthquakes at Dignity Health Sports Park uh, broadcast on Unamas. That game is technically not postponed, so I guess if you have tickets for that. Um, maybe you could show up on June 13th. I don't know how this is going to work. Actually, I know how it's going to work. They're going to extend the postponements and everything's going to go. But the LA Galaxy so far, Chris, have missed 14 games of a 34-game season. So basically, they missed 41% of the games so far. Uh, and they've only played less than 6% of the games. So, uh, if, I, I mean, not that that matters, but yes. This is what I like about your show. I, I literally do a show about the Galaxy, and I had no idea all of our games were postponed to the first. Yeah. You know, I assume Ed or Ben would have told me at some point, or a listener would have called in. Or, but me personally, I didn't keep the, the moment they told me not to go to games anymore. Yeah, you were like, okay. I stopped. I stopped looking. I got too many other things to do. Well, it was funny earlier in this year we talked about you know the schedule magnet calendars. I'm like, everybody's always like, man, I love those those schedule magnets. They're the best. I'm like, they're the worst. They're always wrong because they're gonna mm-hmm. change something whenever it goes. I had no idea that the entire season would fall out as soon as they gave out those magnets but that's that's what's happened collector's item collectors it absolutely collector's is item. yeah that's i'm glad i have i think i have four of them on my at my uh studio hanging up on a on a cabinet somewhere so yeah you sure we need to look back yeah i'm, I'm it's hey listen all this stuff is, is the way um it is sort of that way it is collector's item stuff it is stuff that you're going to be like listen this is never going to be i tried to talk to we had some some kids who who were going to prom in dallas and we were actually involved in at helping her ask somebody to prom or winter formal or something like that uh, kate and ryan they're they're awesome i love them that's cute as hell um they were they were going to uh they're going to graduate um, and they were like, Hey, you know, it, it sucks. We can't graduate. Cause you know, we, we're going to have to like do a drive through graduation or something like that. I'm like, listen, let me tell you something about high school graduation. Amazing moment. Really cool. Like you should do it. It's, it's great. But at the same time, you have a much, much, much better story of the fact that you didn't get to graduate and stuff that you will tell your kids this experience. I know it sounds stupid and it's like, you just want to be normal and do all this stuff. But this experience is, is way more interesting than, you know, a boring high school graduation. Do you have, you have like a, would you say you have a decent amount of, uh, school age listeners? Yeah. Like grade school, yeah, like well, college, high school kids. Yeah. We get, we get some, we get them because we have parents who listen to the show. So we get the younger sure. kids. So we have, you know, 13 year olds all the way to probably, uh, you know, hundred year olds and Larry's almost a hundred. So I'll count him. Was it Katie Ryan? Was that her name? Katie, Katie Ryan? is her name. And then Ryan is her boyfriend. Ryan is okay. a big galaxy fan. Grew up out here. Yes. Ryan, you're you're a good person. Kate, I assume you're a good person as well. High school is meaningless. Don't worry about it. Your 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 graduation is meaningless. Uh, I'm gl- I'm I'm happy for you. College is going to be amazing. You're going to love it. College is awesome. This College. this year, this whole coronavirus thing, it, just it, don't even worry about yeah, it. As long as you don't get it and you don't give it to anyone, you'll be fine. It's a footnote. It's a footnote and hopefully we can all we can all make way, it through yeah. it. Yeah, that's right. No, you're exactly. you're right. So anyway, that's where we're at. Uh, the other galaxy would have been hosting the San Jose Earthquakes on June 13th. Uh, then they would have had a midweek game June 17th away to Sporting Kansas City. It would have been a turnaround, a quick one. Again, a Sunday, June 21st game back home hosting the Seattle Sounders. And June ends basically with an away game. 
not at the San Jose Earthquakes uh, Stadium that is no longer named uh, after their stadium. I think it's just like San Jose Earthquakes Stadium because they lost their sponsor. Uh, not there, but it would be at Stanford Stadium once again. So, um, yeah. Oh, I told you. I told you. What? I told you about that. What? That at the moment the schedule came out and we were scheduled to play San Jose and Stanford, yeah. we had to sign a big name. That, that was it, right? And and they did. We did. I mean, it's, just, it's, it's one of those things. It's one of those small little nuggets of, of the galaxy. If if ever we're, you know, because we had just, you know, let go of Zlatan and moved on. If we ever don't have a major name and the schedule comes out, just check and see if we're playing Stanford when we play, if we're playing at Stanford for San Jose away. Every single time we play at Stanford, we have a big name player. It's simple. It's 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 one of those things that people like me and Josh care about, and but nobody no, else. Nobody cares else. About. Yeah, it's it's one of those <laughs> indicators that you can you can sort of look like it's the it's the smoke coming from the uh, the yeah. the Papal Conqu- Conclave there. Um, so yeah, it is it's it's something to sort of watch. But that would have been this June, so a four game June after I believe a six or seven game May. Uh, that never happened. Uh, now a four-game June that most likely won't happen, but we are moving towards something that seems to be a little more concrete. Although, uh, if you asked me on, let's see, what was it? Uh, Sunday evening, uh, as we were getting ready to do some of this stuff, um, it was, oh, hey, the MLS Players Association actually voted on a uh, a response to MLS's offer about restarting the league and sort of getting things going. So the MLSPA voted on and then approved a response to Major League Soccer. We told you on Thursday night um, that basically the players were busy on Thursday night and that they were getting ready to do something. And this looks like that vote was taking place. Uh, All the approvals were sort of getting ready and they were getting ready to launch back their counter offer to Major League Soccer. So to MLS and all of the owners. Now, um, before we get into all the details, let's just sort of tell you how this went. MLSPA responded to the counter offer to Major League Soccer. Almost immediately, MLS came back and said, I don't think you understand. That was our best offer. We're not negotiating anymore. And not only that, but we're going to lock you out starting at two, on Tuesday at noon. So we're recording on Monday night. It's about 9 p.m. Uh, there is no deal that I have seen so far, although if, uh, if something pops up, I'll be checking Twitter while we're actually doing this just to make sure that nothing happens while we're recording. But there is no deal in place. And so you're looking now less than 12 hours away or a little more than 12 hours uh, from the uh, MLS players, the the MLSPA, all of the players that you watch, all the Galaxy players uh, from being locked out of their jobs. That means no pay. A lot of times that means no health insurance um, during a global pandemic. So uh, this is the route the owners have chosen to go. So all of this positivity that we had building towards Orlando, and by the way, the players approved Orlando, Chris. This was something that was a contentious issue of of how many weeks are we going to spend away? And at first it was between eight to 10 weeks. Now you're looking at, it's probably between four to six weeks uh, for this tournament. Uh, they approved that tournament, also acknowledging that they would allow um, some of the players to be voluntary. So you could see LA Galaxy players not go to Orlando. And remember, uh, as we told you, three of those league games, three of those group games actually count for league games as well. So it's just some craziness in terms of how it goes. But what has happened and what Major League Soccer and the owners have come back with, Chris, is uh, pretty strong in terms of we're going to lock you out on Tuesday and it's coming right now. Yeah, it's it's uh, I like, you know, I got to I got to admit, I've I've watched the season. Nothing that happens matters. Like if, if I, I would love to win the coronavirus cup, that's what we're calling it for whichever team wins this, this inane mini tournament that they're risking these players lives to, to, to play what six games, five games. That's, well, it's complete. like three, three to four, three to five games. It depends if five. you advance. Yeah. It's not that many, but this is the thing. Like, this is where I, I mean, what, what you tell me, what am I supposed to talk about? Am I supposed to talk about the players? I want to, I'm trying to be helpful 
Josh's show. I want to be, I'm, I'm on your team. You no, tell no, no, me. no. I, I think you're right. It doesn't matter. And I think we've all sort of come to that. So that's, that's, that's agreed. Um, because you're going to have, if you win an MLS, I mean, I'm almost like, and I say this and it, it's bad. It's like, I hope, I hope the LA galaxy don't win this because it means nothing. And I hope that nobody wins or somebody who wins this, who really wants to make it something right. Like yeah. somebody who hasn't won it in a really long time or who was, you know, like the New York Red Bulls, New York. If, yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> right. If, like you're like, you're like, yeah, go ahead. Win that, win the MLS cup this year. What does that mean? It means nothing. And so like, it would be an embarrassment almost. Well, it's, 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 I'm not trying to upset anybody. And look, if you're, if you're a diehard died in the wool Liverpool supporter, Believe me when I tell you, I don't care. But it's like Liverpool's Premier League title. It's to a degree, there's going to be an asterisk. Asterisk? Don't, How do you don't, pronounce it? I, just, I want you to know that I pronounced it incorrectly. So however I said it, it don't don't pronounce it that way. We actually had this way. issue that we've discussed on this on this show, I think, is how I you, pronounce things. That's wrong. But you got that privilege, Josh. You get away with that stuff. You know? yeah. Yeah, they watch us. I don't know if you know this. I was, um, I was, I was, we, we've been talking about that. Yes, yes. No, I can get away with saying stupid, stupid stuff. Yeah, you yeah, have to be yeah. smart. I might get shot. I might get shot. Who knows? <laughs> uh, but there is there, you know, there will be a way this title is looked at as a galaxy fan, any galaxy fan listening to this, you look at the 2010 and 2011 supporter shield differently than every other supporter shield in the history of the league, yep. because those were the only supporter shields with a balanced schedule. They were, there are two supporter shields that are legitimate indicators of the best team over the course of an entire season. And we won both of them. Yep. With that said, I do kind of want to win the coronavirus cup just because it's, 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 it would be interesting as a galaxy fan to say like, yeah, well I've got six because I won, you know, we <laughs> Javier Hernandez just gets caught on fire and scored right. 15 goals in this tournament. Right. Like, doesn't he become your favorite player? You know, he becomes your, your he becomes the guy. It's if, if he brings that home. It almost suits the LA Galaxy winning it more than any other team, by the way, because like it, it, the fan base we like, yeah, we want it, but it wouldn't be a, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be matter. like, yeah, it would be like whatever, yeah, it's just six, it's fine, like, we, we already six, have five, it's like six, it doesn't. Matter. If you, if you, now if United wins, right now, United now it's a thing. On five, now it's, it's a, a thing. thing, right now, now, thing. now, why did you play? No, I mean that's and that's sort of been the argument about this, but, um, you know, let's go back and and we can talk a little bit about, you know, the players and, and what it does talk about what the players gave up uh, or basically what they countered with whenever the league came out uh, salary reductions across the entire player pool. At one point, I think we told you, you know, it was like a 50% reduction for everybody who wasn't making over a hundred thousand dollars. And if you're under, under a hundred thousand dollars, you got to just keep whatever you got. And that was it. Um, that went from 50% down to, I think 20% down to about 8.75. The last, uh, according to Jeffrey Carlisle, ESPN FC, the last uh, rate at which the MLS owners asked the players to cut was 8.75%. And the players said, we'll cut 7.5%. You're talking about, what, 1.5 or 1.25 percentage difference mm -hmm. um, between these two. Uh, for which, billionaires. Yeah for, yeah, for billionaires, right? For billionaires. Well, I mean, it, it does add up, right? If you figure that the entire... The entire payroll of Major League Soccer is what three hundred and thirty million dollars. I think it's roughly that. Sure. Um, so if I'll you figure, yeah, if you figure that with these reductions and the reduced team and individual bonuses, concessions to the existing and future terms of the CBA, that MLSPA basically gave back over a hundred million dollars to billionaires, a hundred million dollars back to the league, and said, you know, basically we'll cut our our wages by a third if you do simple math on that. It's almost a third. Um, so that's what you're looking at in, in terms of what the players have given up, which I think is a significant portion for guys who technically the median MLS player, right? Doesn't make 
that much money. So you're talking about these concessions to to these guys, you know, and it's across the entire player pool, which means, you know, the guy who's making $80,000 is also seeing a 7.5% reduction in his in his pay. So um, as you go across these entire things, there's reductions across to everybody. Um, you know, the players voted to send this proposal. And, and I think the big deal in terms of some of this stuff is the CBA too, because we're not just talking about this year, we're talking about years to come. And we just went through this entire CBA bargaining thing where we thought the players might get locked out, Chris, and they didn't get locked out. They actually came to an agreement and everybody was like, wow, that was so easy. Oh, wow. You know, and it made people like me look like moron, like a moron, because I'm like, there's no way they're ever going to get this done. You know, it's there's too many things to sort of look at. Um, you know, basically, MLSPA says, listen, we'll operate under the 2019 CBA. We'll we'll just we'll keep this the way it is. And we won't put the new CBA into effect until 2021. And there were significant increases in spending um, and mm-hmm. bonus structures and TV deals and TV revenue and all this other stuff that was sort of put in there that was really going to, you know, start adding up to real money to the bottom line of just clubs and players and, and everything. It was really going to start ramping up. And the players have said, listen, we'll delay that for a year. Because we realize this is something that is going on. I mean, it feels like the players have given Chris, and now it feels like the owners are—I don't know—at least in the PR world, right? It looks like it's a bad—it's a bad deal. I mean, I, I can tell you, I'm really, really surprised when it all comes down. Very rich guys are like, "We're willing to screw over the guys who don't make any money." I'm, I, it's, Arthur <laughs> it, Blank it's is worth five. Arthur Blank is worth five point seven billion dollars. You know what I mean? I, I, if you're Dave Romney, who made 104 grand last year, right, and they want 50 percent, imagine you're Emil Quayle, yeah, who finally made it to like top division soccer, right, and you make 70 grand, and they and, want and, and they want 50 percent at one point, right? And Chris Klein calls you and is like, "Yo, my man, let me see 45 stacks of that. Yeah, let no. me see, let me see some of that money. I got it. You know, yeah, I know there's a global pandemic on, and you're not playing, and you know." There's probably going to be inflation pretty soon, and, and you know things are getting kind of dicey. But I need forty-five grand of your. Imagine you're Cameron Dunbar, who's eighteen, and is like, "Yo, I'm living fat. I'm I'm making money. I don't even have to play. So I haven't kicked a ball, and I'm making money." Right. And they're like, "Yo, we need half. We need <laughs> we we need that back. We need half that money back." Yeah. Yeah. No. No. I mean. But but it is it is something to to say that I mean, and you are, and you know, now you're looking at it's less than ten percent of the of the total that's sort of going, but. You know, this is I'm with you on this in terms of, you know, the it's not surprising to see the owners. It is surprising, though, when you think of and at least on our show and I don't know how you guys were looking at it, but this was really a chance for Major League Soccer because of the financial instability around the world. This was a chance for Major League Soccer, who is pretty stable. Um, whenever it comes up, even during this horrible pandemic and everything that's going on, MLS is going to survive through this first year. If it happens for a second year, I don't know if I can make that claim. But for the for this year, they'll survive and they'll be okay. This was a chance for them to take steps forward. This was a chance to to lure some of the talent from Europe, Europe and say, come on in. You know, we have, look, we pay everybody every single day. It doesn't happen, you know? Every time, every time we have been linked to a player from South America, right. my opinion has been the same. The paycheck is always cashed. Always. You never have, no matter what, no matter what happens, hey, the refs may not be great. You might get tackled a little hard. Training facilities may not be exactly what you want, but you, guaranteed, number one, that money's getting deposited. Right. This this was my opinion. If MLS as, a, as an organization, as an entity, could have held on for a year or two years in, in what we're, in the world we're currently going to live in, especially under a new CBA where we had all kind of agreed that we're, it's time to start taking some leaps. We should have gone into France and just started pillaging 
right. male and just started taking some of the top, the, 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 maybe not the top talent, but some of the, the, the middle upper not, tier, the yeah, middle, the middle the, class of, of European football. Yes. Not the Edison Cavani's who are starting to age out. And it's like even Edison Cavani, I would take in a heartbeat. Right. But trying to take these, you know, moving our 27 year old talents that we're trying to get. That's for the most part, we're signing on, Oh, he played at Juve or, Oh, you know, I'm not, I'm going to leave my geo thing to the side, but right. Oh, you know, he, he, he fits a marketing strategy that we're going, we're going with that doesn't necessarily fit how we are on the field or how he has historically played, but we're going with a marketing strategy. This was our opportunity to move away from marketing strategy 27 year olds and going after up and coming French 27 year olds because the French league is going to be hurting bad for money. And this was our opportunity to really go in there and, and start becoming this place where like you're 28 and you're thriving and you're moving forward. Right. And it seems like the owners still aren't interested in that. And it's, it's, I can tell you as someone who's been a fan of MLS for a long time, it's, 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 it's sad. It's heartbreaking that you expected after, after all these, after 25 years, this whole big thing that they're, that they're pushing right. after 25 years as a league, we're finally ready to progress and we're finally ready to, ready to graduate. And we're finally ready to stop, you know, trying to undercut these players and the owners have acted in the exact same way they did in the last CBA. They acted in the exact same way they did in the CBA before there, there will never be a level of respect for these players. And I hoped that this would have been the time for it because we, we should have an advantage to every other team in the, in the world and every other league in the world rather, right? Because we operate under a CBA because all the players operate together and it's not individual teams trying to figure out how to pay certain players, this, this, and that, or trying to play, you know, trying to pay their, their group enough to keep themselves solvent as an organization. All of the players get to negotiate together. All of the owners get to negotiate together and you can sit, you know, these, these leadership bodies down together to have conversations and to make moves that'll work for everybody. And 25 years on, they still can't do it. It's, it's, well, it's I mean, disappointing. Don't you think that we still have some of the same elements that have always sort of slowed things down is that this clearly seems to be driven by owners that are the, the small spenders. I mean, this is, you know, the Colorado Rapids. This is, it was the Columbus crew. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, it was, it was these, it is these teams who have New been England. sort of, New, New, well, I mean, New England now, you know, with Bruce over there, historically, yeah, historically you're right. Historically. No, now Bruce is there, you know, he's sort of, I think he's prying the wallet out of Kraft's back pocket in order to get some of the stuff done. We'll see if that happens. Yeah. Bruce has spent five million on a striker. If that was the LA, I mean, if it was the LA Galaxy, that we would all be disappointed. Was it Boa? Bo? Yeah, something like that. I don't know. If we, it, it, there you go. You don't yep. know that. No, nope. and it doesn't. And yeah, I know. You do a podcast like nine days a week about the galaxy and you don't know that dude's name. No, nope, doesn't matter. If he, if he came here, you'd be furious. That's my point. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there would be, it would be disappointing to be like, wow, I would, I would have expected more from the LA galaxy. No, I mean, and, and you're right, but I mean, the galaxy have always been, listen, the, the LA galaxy in terms of spending have always been that upper echelon and there is nobody to match. And I still think that they would lay out more money um, than some other people would right now if they found the correct person at the correct time. I mean, are you talking, you know, Cristiano Ronaldo would they go out and just lay that yes they would lay the money the down they would they would stack it up on top of itself they would roll it out of the limo on the red carpet and they would let him crawl across the money to to the LA Galaxy absolutely Messi I will thing. carry him you will carry whatever it, <laughs> right it, on my back. It, the bottom line is that the LA Galaxy will outspend anybody if they have the right person and you can mm-hmm. see that but I mean you look at the teams like the Colorado Rapids which by the way if you want to know which MLS soccer team I've seen more games of 
um, uh, more games of outside of the LA Galaxy, it's the Colorado Rapids because my son lives in Denver and whenever we're there, I'll just go take him to a game. And watching that team is basically like like torture. Um, you got to move that. You got to move that kid. What do, <laughs> what do we got to do? What do we got to do to get this kid to Portland or something? I, I, see, I mean, you know, then then at least it would be a, a more interesting. But I've been to, I've been to the stadium. I watch those games and you have to sit there and say as a fan base, you know, that they've turned off. And why should they even be turned on with there's no reason to. Um, and they're not spending. And so, you know, whenever I see this, this this reprisal and it was quick. Um, you know, this felt like 20 minutes. This was a, oh, everybody, look, it looks like we're going to have a season. Hey, hey, Josh, is that, are we going to have a season? Well, it looks that way, everybody. Get your stuff together. Get ready to watch. Now, we're not going to be in the stadiums, but there's going to be a season, and we're going to have soccer to watch, and finally, I can talk about soccer instead of all this other stuff that we have to talk about all the time, um, which would have been great. And then, like, 20 minutes later, it was like, nope, you know what? Lockout. Lock hey, it's a lockout, everybody. So, um, you know, how, how it just, it feels, it feels like the same people who have constantly held this league back are now really dragging their heels right now in terms of the the financial quote instability that they're feeling within their own organization sure yeah i I don't disagree with that at all i mean it's it's if some if you asked your average listener or your average avid mls fan doesn't have to be you and me but like someone who's into mls what are the five teams that cause this to happen yeah you may not get all five correct Right, but, but you you're going to guess at least three. I was going to say you can guess three off the top of your head right now. Colorado's like going to Colorado's going to be in there, you know, regardless of of how it is. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say again, I would go with Columbus until they start actually spending money, and they haven't, and they've sort of been that like that team that eh, sometimes they spend money, but not really, and they sort of they they seem to sit back. They spend, they spend money on Giassi. Yes, yeah, uh, that's not spending money. That's not spending money. Right back for the LA Galaxy. That but guy, a, a player, a player. We literally we give away. Yeah, they did with with money. Yes, to get somebody else. That's not yeah. spending money. Yeah. So I mean, you know, so Columbus. So who else would you put on that? Um, I'm trying to I take still off. put New England. I still I will put New England on until they okay until, until they New start England spending. Some, two things until New England makes a marquee signing and right. gets out of an NFL stadium. Right. It's New New England will always be on that list for me. San I Jose. I would toss in. I would toss in a San Jose. Mm-hmm. I would toss in an RSL. Like and and I don't think that RSL is cheap. No, I think they're frugal. The frugal and and, and they're, they're good with and, they're yes. good with that money. But at the same time, you're right. They're not. They're you know they tried to sign a 47 year old Landon Donovan at one point. I think so. Well, this is the thing. If I if I'm frugal, if I'm frugal with a hundred bucks, I still only have a hundred bucks. Yes. It doesn't matter how I how I choose to spend a hundred bucks. If I got a hundred bucks and you got ten thousand dollars, I still got a hundred bucks. White privilege, Josh Gassman. I'm bringing it up again. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's 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 certainly uh that that would be correct. By the way. <laughs> um, yeah. No. Coming in good. But. <laughs> But it's, you know, so so that's sort of where it feels like. And I just most of the times I am very well, you know, sort of I can position myself very well in the shoes of the owners and I can say, okay, I understand why they're doing this. Listen, it's not always. Yes, they're trying to screw people and I could go to, hey, they're trying to screw the players. But the differences aren't major here. There is one major, and that's a that's a that's a interesting word, and certainly I think you've been seeing enough of it on on Twitter. But the force majeure clause, uh, which is a if you've ever done any contract law, if you've ever had to, if you ever actually read any of the contracts that you probably have to sign for anything, there's usually a force majeure clause in there, and basically it's like an act of God, right? Those are that's what the force majeure is, and and to really get into the definition in contract terms, it is basically um, a common clause in contracts. This is from Wikipedia. I'm not that smart. Um, and I also didn't look it up on something besides Wikipedia. Uh, <laughs> is a common clause in contracts that essentially frees both parties from liability or obligation when an extraordinary event 
event or circumstance beyond the control of the parties, such as a war, strike, riot. Why are all these things happening right now? War, strike, riot, crime, epidemic, or an event described by the legal term act of God. I mean, we're having acts of God, quote, literally right, yeah. right now. There's like two of them in, in full force right now. So this force majeure clause is a hang up and it's a hang up between the players and the owners because basically what this force majeure clause allows is for both of the sides to back out of a CBA. So we're going to agree on all the CBA stuff, Chris. And then mm-hmm. there's going to be an act of God, which we're seeing right now as we're discussing this, right? That says basically we can enact and we can kill the CBA. We can say, listen, the CBA no longer is in effect because we say that there's this act of God. Now, Major League Soccer has gone in and said, listen, they consider a force majeure clause to be in effect if five or more teams see attendance drops of 25% or more. <laughs> and I'm like, you're not going to have players or you're not going to have fans in the stadiums this year. So Chris, I'm imagining that they're going to see. So they basically said, listen, we want this force majeure clause to be defined as this. And by the way, that's going to get enacted. As soon as you say yes, we're like, oh, it's it's in effect. And so now the CBA goes out. Just five teams. Just five teams. They're dropping okay, so, 25% or more. So San Jose is a default. No matter what happened, they, no, there didn't I, have to be a coronavirus. They still would have dropped twenty five percent. I was going to say, it, it, technically, they would have had to have that twenty five percent in order to drop. So yeah, it's 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 like FC Dallas. It's like how can you tell? But this is the beauty of MLS. Yes. We you can you can look at attendance records right now. They used to say Chivas USA had two thousand, three thousand, four thousand people. I knew security guards who worked Chivas USA games, and they would tell me. I would receive text messages that said, if there are 400 people in this building, I'm a liar. Yeah. Because there ain't 400 people who walked through the door today. One of just, the big, just lie. One of the biggest arguments I get in all the time, which I've stopped caring about, um, is that whenever the LA Galaxy announce the attendance, and then I just tell you what they announce, and I go, they announce attendance is this. I go, I'm done. I don't, that's it. It's, it's not worth arguing about anymore. Really, it isn't. I, I hit copy, paste, Yes. Send. Send. That's if it. If you want to yell at somebody, go yeah. yell at them. Leave yeah. me alone. I, I didn't count them. They wouldn't let me. Uh, I'll be out there counting seats eventually one of these days. Um, what is, what, can you tell me this? Because you're, you're, you're a well-versed Galaxy guy. What is the max capacity of that stadium? I do know this answer. Um, we did actually talk about... Uh, we, t- we talked about this. Let me... Oh. You got to pull it up. I'm sorry. I, threw, I do, I I do have to pull it up. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. Um, it was a while ago. It was last year. I can um, vamp for you if you need. I'm pretty good. I mean, I, it, I talk a lot. It might be. It might be. We may not find it until the end of uh, of all. Well, this hey, hang, everybody, hang out to the end of the episode. And you're going to find this is my problem. Yes, Josh. Yes, you and I both for because Galaxy people. I know you listen to this. People who work there. I know you listen to this. Josh records 15 episodes a week. We're just going to keep going up. Yes. Josh records 15 episodes a week. I do one. And my, my lacy producer, sorry, Ben, wants me to do two a week. If anyone in the world should know what the max capacity of that stadium is, it should probably be the two of us off the top of our head. Yeah, it's it's this I know I know Tyrone Marshall's middle name. <laughs> I don't know the max capacity of my home stadium. Uh, it makes sense. But it's because it's changed. It used to be twenty seven hundred. Then it's twenty five six eighty four. Then it's twenty four. It's it seems like. What do we need today? That's the max capacity. It is. I mean, it's certainly some of that. Um, they sent out, and it was before the first LA Galaxy home game. 
it, should, it shouldn't matter when it was because it should be a definitive number. Right? But they but they changed because they had the stand they they did uh, Victoria Block right because now it's standing standing room only and so it technically changed and so there are there's a what did it change to? There's a full what capacity. <laughs> yeah, there's a full capacity and then there's okay, an sorry. over capacity whenever they open up like the um the uh the hill the berm the grass berm right um and then there's the seats that. Um, there were some other seats like the were there the ones above LA Riot Squad are they gone? A, yeah, two uh, three thirty. So we call it three thirty eight. Okay, they they're not per, they were permanent during right. the Chargers and they got taken away. Okay, and I guess apparently they can they can be um, they can put them back because they did they can for, be rebuilt right depending on on the situation. So if we play a game like an LAFC or we play, my this is my understanding, uh, you can talk to to at Samoa Bob. He has no social media presence um, for the he's the the Lars president and Capo Supremo. He can let you know uh, more specifically. But my understanding is depending on capacity and for for a couple games. They they are willing to rebuild those if if it seems necessary. Um, they're not really eager to rebuild them, but they're willing to rebuild them if you if you bother them enough. Yeah, it's 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 so there are like three attendance numbers technically for a full sellout because of how they can open up like the extra capacity and like the different things and stuff like that. I know I have it, and I know we've talked about it on this because it was they put it in writing and so this is now the 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 bible right and it's like this is what it is so we can't change it anymore because we you know trust me they get the same questions that that everybody always asks and they're like well how many seats are actually there and i i threatened to go count them many times um, I, I was they told me they're like you can come by and count them i'm like do you really think me of all of your fans wouldn't come through and count all I was, the seats. I was like i'm in when when do we get to go let's uh, go in I'm college down. i once counted uh, lot 59 in arizona state which had like some thousand it was it was a it was a, a fraternity thing but they were like go count the spaces and it was like okay and then we told them what the number was and they're like they're like okay we'll tell you if that's right at the end of the night and like they didn't know <laughs> right and we're like ah they didn't know either and we just spent all that time counting spaces that kind of sucks anyway josh i say i say this as your friend yes and as someone who loves you yes you're lucky to have your wife. Yes, I Don't know, ever right? Leave her. Yeah. Don't ever leave no, her. She and and she knew all this stuff about me before we got married. It's craziness. So it's um, her fault. But anyway, so so that's where so this force majeure clause is a really big deal, um, and it's one of the big hangups, and it's sort of how you're going to define this because really you're talking about that we're in an act of God right now, um, in with with riots, um, with with uh, pandemics, um, with everything that's going on. I mean, even a strike. Um, and a strike that is not necessarily within the uh, terms of a, uh, a player strike or something like that, but like a strike that would cause, you know, MLS not to be able to function. Um, I don't know, like camera workers, uh, TV cameramen can't record, you know, games anymore, or whatever it is. And that would be technically a strike that might uh, affect them in a certain way. So um, this is really where we're at. I mean, and, and again, we talk about the real world and what's going to happen here in 2020. Um, you know, there's no fans in the stadiums this season unless you live in Texas. Uh, Texas is going to allow up to 25% capacity into the stadiums, which I don't know if the players are going to go for because we talk about, uh, uh, you know, Chris, you and I talked about um, just the the whole idea of the players not wanting to go to Orlando because of risking their life. Are they going to be okay with fans being in the stadium? Um, are you going to have to block the first 15 rows uh, in order to get people in? I mean, there's some real questions that you have about fans even attending. Well, what do you, so, so I, I, if you don't know, if you don't follow the Riot Squadcast or follow me on Twitter or any of that stuff, and believe me, that's perfectly fine. I don't care. But I, I, I watch old Galaxy games. It's as you watch Netflix, as you watch The Office over and over again, I watch the 2019 season. I watched the 1997, Josh, I didn't tell you this. I watched right. the 97 
CONCACAF Champions Cup final the other day, which wow. I have if you need. I've, if you, if you need, I've I probably never seen it, so I, I would probably oh, want to watch it. It's it's depressing, but it's the it's the game that we we basically that we scouted Hermosillo at. Uh-huh. So if if you if you've seen the Galaxy's recent post about Carlos Hermosillo, you want to know anything about him? The game that that solidified us saying we need to go get that guy right. is the '97 Concacaf Champions Cup final. So I, I I have it. I can share it to my friend Josh. I won't share it to all of you. But if you all follow me on Twitter and send me a DM, maybe I can screen share it to you since it's illegal for me to 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 share it to the. World. I was going to say you can't do that. You, we, I can't we, do that. we say all the time about the illegal things you're not allowed to do on the show. You're not allowed to use a VPN to watch games outside of the market. That's that's illegal. You can't do it. You don't go to a VPN, set that up. It's not really easy uh, yeah. to do, and so you shouldn't do it um, in order to watch games because Spectrum is wonderful. It would be terrible. Proton Proton VPN is not a free VPN service that you can use. Right. That's unlimited. Right. And takes ten minutes to set up, and you will. It works with ESPN Plus. Proton VPN is absolutely not a service you should use. No. You but all all to say, I have the '97 Concacaf Champions Cup final. If you want to watch it, which you won't um, be sharing, which I will not be sharing. I will. Right. I will allow. Once social distancing is over, I will allow Josh to come over and watch it right. because it's in my personal my my personal uh, collection. But I, I watch old Galaxy games like everyone watches old Galaxy games. Um, you know, it's 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 exciting for me. It's fun for me. Right. But if I re I recently rewatched the first El Trafico, which is a name I hated originally, and I've I've come to love. Mike Gray's genius. It's a great great title. I wish he still ran LA Galaxy Confidential. We're not to talk about that. But I'm a big fan of Mike Gray. Shout uh, out to Mike. Shout outs, big big shout outs to Mike. I love Gray. Mike. He's a great guy. So I rewatched the I rewatched the LAFC, the the first El Trafico, you mm-hmm. know, Zlatan debut and all that. Right. Realistically, even in the future, how do you ever have a moment like that? Nope. No, where there's like, that many people in the stadium, right? Are you talking about are you talking about just like in, in terms of like the pandemic well, or just like no, 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 no. Just entertainment goal, wise? Well, his 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 equalizing goal, Zlatan's equalizing right. goal, right, or Zlatan's game winning goal. Right. How do you ever have? How do you have that moment again over the next two years? Oh no, it's the. With it may take another thousand tw- people. It may yeah. take another twenty-five years. I mean, I you, you would you would say that you know that some of the biggest moments in LA Galaxy history, it's hard to ever sort of duplicate those, right? And you're saying there's mm-hmm. no possible way. And the Zlatan thing came so out of left field. Um, oh, I, can I? Yeah. Can I send you off on a tangent? Yeah, go ahead. What's your list for that? If you're like your top, your top galaxy moments that probably couldn't be recreated. Oh. If you could give me like three. I mean, so, I mean, there's, there's lots on coming on. That's number one. And you can't, yeah. you can't recreate Easy. that. Um, I'm trying to think like just the sort of, there's wacky things that I remember. Um, <laughs> like that, like you're talking about stuff that would just, I remember there was that the game and I don't remember what year it was, but the game, the galaxy went to, um, to FC Dallas. Uh, and there was the really long weather delay. Uh, and then all of a sudden, like the wind started blowing like 60 miles an hour. And wh- I don't remember who shot it, but somebody on Dallas shot, didn't shoot the ball. They crossed the ball and the wind literally blew it into the goal and the galaxy ended up losing. It's like stuff like that sticks out more to me than like just the ridiculous sure. plays. Um, the, the comeback in, I think it was 2014, um, whenever, uh, in Colorado, the one that sort of really turned everything around is one of those moments for me that I'm always like, you can't recreate that because Bruce Arena comes out of halftime, talks to Kelly Tennant and says, listen, I think you're going to see a lot about this team. We're going to find out if they're champions today or not. 
you know, and and the, and like Bruce went in there and just laid it down for him. It was like you guys, you guys are horrible, and if you want to win a championship, this is and it's not going to cut it. And they were losing like three to one, and they ended up winning that game four to three in the second half. He's like, I told Kelly Tennant that you guys are about to come out here right. and handle business. Right. Don't make me look bad. Don't make me look bad. That's right. So, you know, don't let KT, don't let KT down. Um, See, I went a little deeper. I went to like Carlos Ruiz's first, Carlos Ruiz 2002 MLS Cup final. Right. You can't recreate that. No. Because there was that, there was that almost, and I'm not going to curse. Okay. There was almost that like tantric sensation. Yes. That buildup. Yes. Of how do, how do we, how do we ever actually overcome this? Well, I mean. And then you, not only do you play the entire game. But you're getting into extra time, and there's golden goal, and if they and they go off the post, and and I have the O2 final if 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 anybody wants to come over and watch that too. But they 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 take a shot and it bounces off the like we almost even lose that game. And you you know you watch you watch Ruiz put it in, and there is no more perfect celebration. Well, and that ended the game too. Everyone else had. That's and, in, yeah, it's the end. I mean that, and that doesn't. So I mean, you're talking about like golden goal. I mean, there's no golden goal anymore. So you can't, I, that's a moment you can't you re- can't recreate. Um, it's stuff like I, I get that. I mean, you look at Chris Klein's bicycle kick, right? You know, there's stuff. Ah, Come way. on, you just but you didn't. I would have never expected that from him. Right? Were you, were you there? Were you there? No, I wasn't. No, that was <sighs> that was before me. So I'm there, and I'm I'm in 130. I'm in. I'm on the far left side of 138. Right. And there's me and uh, and this Pachuca fan. Who's in? Because for whatever reason, the geniuses at the galaxy put all the Pachuca fans right over in 140. It's right. stupid. But there's me and this one like maybe 50, 60 year old Pachuca fan who, right. are, who are going back and forth all game. Like right. it's just me and this guy digging at each other. And so like Klein scores the bicycle go- bicycle kick goal, and we're all going crazy in Lars. And and I look over at the guy and I'm like, I told you. And he's like, Hey man. That was a sweet goal. And so like four penalties, me and this dude became friends. Yes. Like, me and this guy were, you can't recreate that. No. Like, that moment will never re- exist again I'm, because it was a tournament that was created to make the galaxy look good. And they're, you know, they're probably not going to do that anytime soon. No, that's uh, yeah, that's not going to happen. No, I mean, but I, I mean, you, you touch on things. I mean, there's just something that's what, but that's why we do this, right? That's why we go to these sports. That's why we go to these games because listen, I mean, everybody who's at the first El Trafico knows how that started. Um, you know, and I was up in the press box and I'll tell you right now, that was the loudest the press box has ever been because, uh, there were people who weren't supposed to be cheering in there, uh, for certain teams, uh, that were screaming and shouting in the press box every time somebody would score. Uh, and there was especially one guy who kept stepping in front of the television as I was trying to watch replays. And so it was, it was getting a little tense up in the, up in the press box. Do you remember coming by lot 13 before that game? Do I remember coming? (sighs) Cause I saw, I saw three people. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm not going to lie. I got hammered. Okay. I got really, really, I got dangerous, dangerously hammered. Right. I saw three people of right. note that I remember before that game. And, and I, I was, saw, I was there. I saw you. Uh-huh. I saw Josie Becker. Uh-huh. And I saw Kevin Baxter. The K-Bax, the panda himself. So you, so and you, I, you, that was a I, quite a trio. And I asked, I said, who you guys got? Yep. And I, I, I'll be honest. I don't remember what you said. I think I said, I don't remember what Josie said. What did I say? Oh, so my lead up into that game was that LAFC were overrated. They hadn't done anything. Uh, and I thought it would probably be a draw, I believe is what I called. Uh, that sounds right. And and I think I think on the shows that we had, I think we had it was split. It was split between draws and, and losses and wins. And so it wasn't there was no consensus. There was no understanding of what was going on. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And and by the way, uh, if I said LAFC would win, um, I, I could imagine that I would say that. I could That's, just you know, just seeing how it is. I I'm I'm honest and people look. I'm on, I, look look. I'm on your show, man. I you know. It, no no no. It's, it's fine. To be that thing. <laughs> it's fine. I think no. I mean you know I I'm always honest. I don't I don't necessarily like it, but I'll I'll tell you what it is. I'll tell you what I think it is. 
Um, I called three two. I'm not gonna lie. I called three two. Oh wow! And I was a little off. So, so you're okay. way off. You missed it by a mile. So four three. But look, I tell you this: when you're three nothing down and you call three two, and you're like, <laughs> "Oh man, I don't see how this is gonna work." <laughs> that's, that's but as we as we walked out of that building, as a moment you can't recreate in the history, whatever your feelings is, lots on us, you know. And, and and I know there's there's a huge swath of people who love them unconditionally, and there's nothing you can do that's wrong. There's some people who who hate the antics and can't stand them. And there's there's a there's I, I like to think I'm in the middle ground. I love I love how he plays. I could do without some of the antics, but I also accept that the antics is what allows him to play the way he does. Absolutely, 100%. With that said, walking out of that building, it was a, oh, Josh, Josh, I was, in, I was insufferable. <laughs> I was insufferable well, I mean, we, to, we, to be around me. We talk about it all the time. I was getting text messages, you know, after the after the game, and I went down for the press conferences and stuff like that, but I was getting text messages from people who I work with who don't watch soccer and were like, oh, my God, are you there? And I was, like, taking pictures of the press conference of Zlatan coming in and sending them. People are like, no way, man. That was the crazy, <laughs> you know, and it's just, it's just one of those things that crosses uh, a whole bunch of different things. But um, let's, here, we're going to bring it back. Thank you for the tangent, though. I Sorry, do. I no, 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 no. You're I, good. You're the good. Mind is, you know what it is. This, that's why I have you on here, though, is that it. you and I have these conversations all the time. And people don't know, man. And pe- people have no idea. I mean, you know, I, I'm not saying. Listen, I talk to between Eric and Kevin and Larry and Sophie and Chris. Uh, I talk to people mostly multiple times every single day and whenever it comes to it. I would agree with that. So, uh, you know, Chris and I are sort of like, we'll, we'll talk a whole, we'll talk for like 30 minutes on something and then maybe won't talk the next day, but you know, they'll be going back and forth for, for a whole bunch of stuff just on everything. It could be galaxy. It could be not galaxy. Most times galaxy. What else would we have to talk about? We don't have lives. So, you know, that's good. Um, (laughs) fathers. Yeah, that's all I have. I know my kid's sleeping and I'm, I'm ecstatic right now. So that's a, that's a good thing. Um, so listen, the, the whole idea here and how this is going to play out is basically this, uh, the LA galaxy did not train today. Uh, individual training was allowed. The players across major league soccer decided that they were going to skip training today. So that way they could go ahead and focus on their response to MLS. And especially listen, I'll tell you right now, the players did not appreciate the lockout threat. Um, and nor should they. Um, so, you know, it wasn't exactly taking it. So uh, this is absolutely w- two things are happening at the same time. One is the players say they're focusing on the response and two, Chris is that they're saying, um, you know, this is a punishment. We're not going to train. If you're going to threaten to lock us out, we're not training. So I would not expect that anybody's going to train on Tuesday either. Um, so, um, so that's one of the things to, uh, that's one of the things to say is just that, um, you know, it's, a uh, it's it's important on the training side and, and everything that's going on, um, how it goes. So uh, it's important to watch sort of what the players do in the next couple of days. Now, again, this show is being recorded now and is 948 on a Monday night. Uh, and I expect that there are going to be developments that happen tonight and tomorrow before this lockout actually happens. But don't be surprised if there if you see an announcement on Tuesday at noon that Major League Soccer has locked out the players. That is certainly something that is easily within reach right now, you know, with a little more than 12 hours away from that. Absolutely, which is why you should definitely check out the Riot Squadcast at eight thirty tomorrow. <laughs> there we go. See, that's a, 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 you guys are going to be lined up for this. This is how the, everybody knows. This is how it works. Is uh, all the news comes out on Tuesday, um, and then we had a Monday show, and then all the news comes out on Friday when we have a Thursday show. So that's that's how uh, we're, we're everybody's certainly used to that, uh, and somehow we still cover it. So. Can I tell you something um, that's yes. like, it's, this is definitely an offline conversation and probably right. not something we should talk about here. You know what my dream is? What? You know what my absolute dream is? It's a Galaxy Podcast Network. 
So, like a, but but not not yeah. where you know you you do your thing and and every simply soccer does their thing and straight from the stands, but like a regulated schedule <laughs> where every where so it's, like, it's always covered. You know, it's like yeah, hey, you're every we Monday. Just, yeah, we understand. We understand. Guessman's going to be on Monday. Guessman's going to be on on Friday or Thursday or what right. have you, and we all fill in the dates. And it would be great. And it, it would take it would take. Um, I think I, I'm gonna I, even my own. It would take minimizing some egos. To get Ooh. people to move some days around, Ooh. you know what I mean. Ooh. But to be the, to, but to truly be the first major league soccer team to have round the clock, clock coverage, coverage, yeah, like where no one misses a beat. It's like if straight if something comes out on, I'm, and I'm just throwing out days, nobody get offended. But if 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 if, if <laughs> I can't record if, on Tuesdays, Chris, yeah, because I don't I don't know who does what day. I just I download and I listen when I got time. If if something comes out on Thursday and straight from the stands is recording on Thursday, they cover it on Thursday. You have the actual information for it on Friday, and right. you recover. You co- you record on Friday. It comes out on Friday. Say we all take the weekends off. By Monday, we got everything we need to know. You hit us with like a detailed podcast, bang bang bang. Tuesday, we come in with like comedic joke analytics because that's really all that's <laughs> yes. on on yes. this podcast. Yes, I'm not gonna lie, and it just it it stays. I I want to eliminate, and I know he was he was he was you know he was your boy, and he was on the show for a while. I want to eliminate a need. For Adam Serrano's, and and I'm not saying right. fire. I'm not saying fire him. I'm not saying that they should do that because that's not even what he does anymore. But I'm saying the need for the galaxy to bring someone like that in to begin with. Well, I want to I, I want to work hard to eliminate the need for that. I think you 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 see that in Major League Soccer is that we'd like to see that right. We don't want MLS to be break breaking their own news. Um, we it's, don't want them. It's embarrassing. <laughs> it's it's horrible. Well, there's a rumor coming out and it's like the, the rumor came from you. You I you, should say that. I, yeah. I don't mind the breaking news. I right. mind the rumor. The rumors, the rumors, the rumors. Yeah, the rumors well, and, actively bother me. And listen, that's what we that, you know, that's one of the reasons that all I've done here at Corner of the Galaxy is tried to fill a vacuum. Um, there has been there's been this hole in coverage and it doesn't get picked up by, you know, the major people, the the intricacies, you know, say what you will, um, you know, LA Galaxy Confidential and Corner of the Galaxy in terms of news and what is happening with the LA Galaxy. We cover a large portion of that. We can and we can cover the minutiae and the details. We don't have to talk down to you because you're soccer fans. Um, you We understand Absolutely. you know what's going on, so we don't have to constantly explain things or, or do that. Um, well, you're not selling. Yeah, yeah. You're not. You're not marketing. You're not. You're not. You're not a used car salesman. I mean, I am stuff. clearly. But I've. I've, I've tried to. I don't. Agree. I don't. Josh, you and I have argued about this. You're. You're. I'm a reporter. Nonsense. I don't agree with any of it. Like you are. You, look, where? Where's your missus right now? Where's your wife? Downstairs. Talking about two bedroom white privilege because, <laughs> <laughs> but she's downstairs. I made Josh laugh. Yes. You're down. Da- she's downstairs because you're talking about the galaxy. Like right. you're. you're there are enough of this. There's enough of of this entity, this this type of of fandom, to not need Major League Soccer. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna put Serrano to the side. Right. To not need Major League Soccer to come out and say, "Hey, we're gonna sell you on the league." You got the league is outside of current situations. Eight months ago, the league is solvent. Like we even said it on a, on an episode. Like for the first time in the years that I've supported Major League Soccer. We're at a point where I'm just comfortable with it being good. I'm not really worried about whether it's whether it's going to be around next year. Like we don't, you do an amazing job at what you do for covering the galaxy. So much so that we don't need Major League Soccer or the Gap. Can you imagine the Galaxy saying rumors? Galaxy linked to Fabio Alvarez. Yeah, and it just that's that used to happen. 
I mean, which yes, six yeah. years ago, that was a perfectly reasonable thing to have happened yep. in major league soccer. And it's not, it's not necessary anymore. I'm not trying to put you on the spot or pressure you into a galaxy podcast network. That's years and years away, but it's like, it has always been one of those small, subtle dreams of mine that it's just covered authentically, organically at a, at a grassroots level. Well, we were galaxy fans. We were part of whenever we started this podcast so many years ago. We were part of you know the North American Soccer Network. I think any everybody I remember remembers that. that, and that was an attempt to do independent coverage across Major League Soccer. Is that um, gone? Is that is that yeah, a thing anymore? Yeah, no, it's not a thing anymore. It, it, it died a while ago. Which is again, it, listen. There's a lot of people who do this without being paid, Chris. You and I. I mean, this is just. <laughs> I'm, it's, on, I'm on. I'm on Patreon, guess, man. You gotta yeah, catch up. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, it's it's a drain on the economy. I doubt. I listen. I know you're successful. I doubt it's covering all of your bills to show up and do all this stuff. No, it's just it, no. it's something, and that's that's great. And you should. And we sell merchandise. It's something. It doesn't cover all my bills, and I don't ask it to. That's not what it's about. It uh, makes it makes just enough money to keep my wife accepting me talking about the galaxy <laughs> there, for 10 hours. That, there you go. How, however much that, that is that, and that works. I mean, that's the thing is the, the problem is that you can't do that across, you know, there's just life events happen. And so to try and keep this up across a large swath of things, it just, I I've seen it. I saw, I've watched it happen. Yeah. Just the financial stability for people to podcast and to cover major league soccer is not there. Um, you're seeing newspapers, you know, already cut off and lay off people. Um, you know, I don't think you, you see that. I, I think Portland even uh, started losing some of their soccer coverage um, from like the main wow. Portland newspaper there. I don't think they, they have a, a the a, Oregonian. Yeah, the Oregonian. I don't think they have a Timbers reporter. Thank you. Thank you for helping out on that one. I used to live in Portland. If you yeah. guys don't know. Yeah, uh, I, I knew that, which is why I was like, he's going to know this. So yeah. he's going to help but out. I'll tell you, like, it's it's. I dig. I'll be honest. And if you if you happen if you're listening to this show and you're you listen to the Squadcast and you're a Patreon subscriber, I love your money. Please keep sending it. Um, but I, I had no point in my God, 15 years now with the Galaxy. Like I don't. I, it's never. It's ne- as as great as the money is, and it's it's amazing. And 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 the other notable treats that have arrived to my house that I won't I won't I feel like I shouldn't say well, the notable treats that have arrived. Okay, thank you. The notable treats that have arrived. Um, and you know who you are, good sir. Um, it's never been about that. It's always just like there is this this thing internally of like this is what I talk about and this is what I do and this is what all my friends talk about and this is what all my friends do. You know what I mean? To where it's it's if it ever evolved into something that would that, be great. That yeah, it would be great. But but, but I'm not expecting not the it reason. To. Yeah, exactly. I know. I, I, it's not the reason you do it. You and I are of the same build that we do this if nobody was listening to us, we'd still do this because we're going to do it anyway. Yes. Um, so yeah, well, it's, it's all things I'm thinking. My, my, the riot squad cast is just things I'm thinking about in the week. That's it. Like I get asked questions and I try to filter it into, into answering that question as directly as possible. There are tangents as right. you imagine, right. As you understand. But like overall, it's just like, Oh yeah, I was thinking, you know, it, I, so I was, I, I just came up with, I just did a spreadsheet of all the league matches ever yes for every player and i have i have a spreadsheet with the stats of every player i ever this is the first league, time this is the first time i've ever been out spreadsheeted by the way this is this is the first oh, time they've ever heard this they they were like they were like oh everybody just said oh my god josh just got out spreadsheet it's true i've seen the spreadsheet and i got out oh, spreadsheeted i i tip oh, my hat i'm not i'll tell you right now i'm not sharing it to anybody i'll share it to you if you want it yeah if yeah. you want if you want to look it's a, i'm not gonna lie it's a lot of work and it took it took it took 
time and I don't I don't have a ton of that right now. And it was kind of how I spent my free downtime. But like I did a spreadsheet of every jersey number and like every player mm-hmm. that ever wore every jersey and the order in which they wore it. Yep. Simply because I wanted to know how many number sevens we had. Yep. That's like that's where it started. It, well, it was but like you're, you're in the shower and you're like, how many number sevens have the other galaxy have? And then you start doing it. Then you figure that out. and You're like, well, now I need to do this for all of them. That's all. Well, this the, is how, how this stuff starts. I understand. It, it goes, how many can I name? Yeah. How many yeah, can I name yeah. going backwards? Yeah, there you and go. And I try to name as many as I can going backwards. And then you don't know, you know if you're right. Like, I'll throw you a random one. I'm like, I miss Zach Ibsen. <laughs> and it's and look, look person, look, corner of the galaxy fan. Do you guys do you have like a name for your listeners? No, they're just listeners. We don't. We're, Listen, we're, uh, we try not to be cute. We can't call them coggers. That just it doesn't work. Oh, you should totally call them coggers. I don't. I don't think that's just a thing. I, I don't no. think. I don't think that should be a thing. Let's put it that you way. Guys should, look, I guarantee you, in six months, there's going to be a shirt that says coggers, coggers on it. Guess, Guessman's yeah. boys are getting big. That's uh, <laughs> <laughs> but. You know, it's it's like you guys don't know who Zach Ibsen is, and that's okay. It's perfectly fine for you to not know who Zach Ibsen is. The way my brain works, it is not acceptable for me to not know who Zach Ibsen is. I understand, and that's just me. And yeah. I, I, and I'm I'm not saying you need to know who that is. I'm not even saying the Galaxy need to promote who that is. I wish they would, because I care about people like Sebastian Vorb or Charles Almo, like I care about those guys. Right. I don't expect them to care about them, but I assume there are a few of you who care about them. So that's why I have to make the list that I make yep. because I need to know, I have to know the definitive list of like how many number nines were there. <laughs> no, <laughs> you know? no, I, it, it's so. listen, this is one of the reasons that I brought Chris on. We had a whole bunch of things to talk about. I knew that we were going to get sidetracked and tangent, which is good. Um, because this is, uh, you know, I want you to see the the care uh, that he puts into uh, curating the things that he talks about, uh, you know, with the LA Galaxy. Um, you know, I, I could, you're way smarter than me whenever it comes to the LA Galaxy. I don't have the bandwidth to remember things. So that's some of the reasons I have spreadsheets. I just, I won't. <laughs> Yeah, I won't. I won't remember stuff. So it's just it's one of those things that works. Let's uh, let's get through a couple more news items. I want to get to a couple more things, and then we got to wrap it up because we got about five minutes left, or my wife will kill me. Um, so yeah, that's that's there's a reason the shows are one hour. That's about as much time as my oh, wife okay. will allow me to to spend on it. So we have we have episodes that are longer than Marvel movies. So <laughs> but that 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 would be a moment to say what Guessman does professionally and cut in the way it is. Absolutely, like it's incredible. If you want to hear people ramble long, long, long form uh, stream of consciousness, thank you, sir. Stream of conscious train of consciousness. Yes. If you want to hear someone ramble, if you want to know that Zlatan Ibrahimovic is the 17th number nine in galaxy history, that's the second most number, most worn number in the history of the team. That's where you listen to this podcast. And if you want to hear like a, a un, untoward joke, you wouldn't tell your mother. Yes. That, absolutely. that would be the place for that. That would be good. Uh, let's get to this. Uh, so we had a couple birthdays. I just wanted to go over them. You actually keyed me in on a couple more. So uh, Chicharito's birthday today. He's thirty-two years old. Um, is that is that the that's the name you you settled on? You're 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 all in on the Chicharito. Whatever I call him. I he, he has he has three names, and I call him by all of them. You know, he it's, said it's he liked Javier. Javi the best. It's uh, I when I speak to him in person, I will call him Javi because I can't handle the Chicha or Chicharito. It just it's too much. It's it, it it doesn't. It's not comfortable for me. It's like that's a nickname that you have. That's cool, and I'm glad that you like it. If that's how you want me to call you, I'll call you that. But he's like perfectly fine with being called Javi or anything. So it's like, hey, Javi, you know, that, that's let's talk about this. Most you know guys are like there's too that. many syllables. There's too many syllables for the nickname. Do you think Chicharito? It's it's it, because it's supposed to be shorter, right? Chewy, Chewy. chewy. <laughs> uh, uh, um, You're trying so to. Think. I, I call Ed Zombie. Zombie, right? Zero. You're zero. You know? Yep. Yeah, like uh, uh, El Mon. 
Right. Like there's uh, a Samoa Bob. That's um, even getting a little, a little, a little mouthy. On um, Pato. On um, Pato. Pato. Yeah, yeah. Pato. Panda. Panda. Like, right. Yep. Yeah. Hammer. If it's, a nick, if it's a nickname, it's got to be easy. Cannon. Uh, Joe Cannon? No, no, no. We have Sophie. Sophie's our Cannon. Sophie the oh, Cannon. Because yeah, yeah, she's yeah. an Arsenal fan. So we call her Sophie the Cannon. Oh, that's um, sad. Yeah, hey, whatever it is. Uh, and then, of course, the shortest nickname that we have is Larry Morgan, not on Twitter. So that was, yeah, that's 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 a, a mouthy one. But if it's it gonna is. be if it's a nickname, it's got to be easy. Yeah, it, Javi or Javier is easier than Chicharito for me. Yeah, I agree. No, it is. But anyway, so he's 32 years old. It seems weird that you're seeing. I'm just gonna. This was my only observation on this. It seems weird to think that you're. Your older designated player, he was 31 whenever the LA Galaxy signed him. Not, not, old, not the oldest by any means, um, but it seems weird that your designated player is getting older and not playing games. And so you're literally, if there is a window of opportunity for some of these players, Chris, you're not playing games right now and that window is passing as we're mm-hmm. watching it. And that to me is unsettling in a way because one is that... It, Time is still moving, even though there's not mm-hmm. soccer games being played, which is just totally unacceptable. Uh, I can handle <laughs> in the off season, but that's about it. Um, but it, it just feels like the window uh, to really sort of absorb, you know, Javier Hernandez into this this team. It feels like it's just it's going on forever, and I just I don't. It doesn't make me feel comfortable. This this makes me feel uncomfortable. So th- this is the part where I get in trouble. I was wondering when it was going to happen. I knew it was going to happen at some point. We only this have like three minutes left, so you just understand that. Nah, we're going 45 more minutes, guys, and let's go. <laughs> this, this is the issue. This is my, my, my sentiment. You don't, regardless of your feelings, and I'm going to be honest with you guys. You can be mad at me if you want. I don't care. Please don't talk to me about it. You don't sign They're not, they didn't, come on. They didn't sign him because of the fact that he wasn't playing at Sevilla. They, they signed him because his name is Javier Hernandez. In a year when Major League Soccer kicks off and we can sell tickets and people are filling stadiums again, his name will still be Javier Hernandez. That is the reason they signed him. They, if someone tells you different, they are lying to you. He will still be Chicharito in 12 months. And the reason we signed him was to be Chicharito. It was not to scoring goals is great. And I think they are very hopeful that he will be able to also do that. We didn't see that out of the first two games of his season because we're still not playing to his strengths. And that's not his fault. That should be very clear. Like any critique of how we're playing as an organization, not on him. We didn't play to this kid's strengths, but we didn't sign him because of his strengths. We signed him because his name is, he's Javier Hernandez. He's, it, it's this, listen, the LA Galaxy have a history of, of this, and in some ways I agree with it, which is you, you have to sign names who are going to draw. Um, you have to, it's one of the reasons why signing Steven Gerrard was a no-brainer. You signed Steven Gerrard. Um, it didn't work yep. out. It's one of the reasons, quite honestly, why you signed Zlatan Ibrahimovic. That was a huge gamble. I know everybody doesn't pretend like it wasn't a gamble. That was a huge gamble. The guy no, is coming off ridiculous surgery. You had faith that he would come back. You had no idea if he was going to be able to come back and play the way that he has. If you if you can't get Cristiano Ronaldo, Zlatan was the last one. Yes, he was the name. Yep, he was he was the Ronald the uh, Ronaldinho we missed out in two thousand nine two thousand ten. And, and if 11, you can get and 12, him and twelve, and <laughs> yeah. he didn't want to work. You know, yeah. it is what it is. But it's fine. He didn't want to work, so we signed Gio, who didn't want to work. If you if you can get, I mean, look, we signed, we gave, we put all this marketing behind uh, behind Giassi's artists. Yep, and then flipped him to Columbus to get Ola Kamara. Yep. you think they didn't plan that Ola Kamara was going to be the guy? Of yep. course, Ola Kamara was the dude. He was the guy. Yep. But if, if Zlatan Ibrahimovic picks up the phone and at 45 years old is like, I'm willing to come to the galaxy, 
you take him. Yep. You know what I mean? Like you, he's he will make it work. We we pretend that these aren't uh, these aren't easy decisions, and a lot of times they're easy decisions with some of the stuff. I just again with Chicharito's birthday, I just thought it was interesting to sort of see this window. This window is advancing. You know, guys like Sasha Kleshin who came back, who maybe this is his last season. The window is advancing. You know, yeah. if the, if the LA Galaxy, if MLS doesn't play this year, there's no guarantee the guy like Sasha Kleshin is going to come back. I, um, I would imagine he doesn't. Yeah, and if so, I had to guess. And so these are real decisions that are being made right now, and it's one of the reasons that it's so important to sort of pay attention to what MLS is doing and how LA Galaxy are sort of responding and and what's going to happen if there's a lock. If there's a lockout, there may be no season this year, and we can talk about how it doesn't count and it doesn't matter, and it might be smarter for them just to throw it away because God forbid something should one people get hurt, people die, people get sick. Any of those things, God forbid that should happen, but also it cheapens what this year is. They're all just asterisks. It, it's just, it's something. So there's something to that. And it people may be. Getting, people are getting sick and infected. As we were talking about before the show started, people are going to get sick and infected potentially to play Dax McCarty <laughs> in Nashville. Like you're not playing, you're not playing Ronaldo. You're not playing Messi. You're not playing Luis Suarez. Like you're not playing these like insane upper echelon. I'm going to toss in Harry Kane for my boy, James Powell. You're not playing, you're not playing Tottenham. You're not playing, you're playing Nashville, right? You're playing inter Miami FC. Like that's the reason you're telling me these guys can't visit their grandparents because they got, they got to play inter Miami. Come on. No. And I am an MLS fan. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's stuff to that. And at the same time, I'd really like to see soccer come back. I'm a total hypocrite whenever it comes to it. It's like, I, I miss it. And obviously it's something that I enjoy doing and I enjoy talking about and I enjoy watching. I get to watch so much live soccer every year. I just love it. It's my favorite thing to do. What is watching old watching? Look, there's a website. I'm going to hit you guys to, to my internals. There's a website called footballia.net. Sign up for an account. It's free. You can watch old soccer games. I'm watching Levy Ashin from the night. I think he was in the 1950s and 60s Soviet Union team. He was a goalkeeper. He's amazing. Go to footballia.net. Find a game you don't know the result to, and no one had to put their family at risk for you to watch, watch a live it. soccer game that you don't know the result to. And everyone's fine, and everyone's healthy, and you get to watch all the soccer you want. And it's easy. Like the, I, I'm with you, man. I want to see new live soccer. I'm not willing to tell. You know, I want to say Dave Romney, but he's not in the galaxy anymore. Right. I'm trying to think of someone in the galaxy I, I don't want peril to come to. I'm not willing to tell Jonathan. To, I'm not willing to tell Jonah Dos Santos. Put your family at risk. Put your put all your hyenas at risk. Put all your, your Instagram girls. Put them at risk to get the coronavirus because I need to watch you play Dax McCarty against Nashville. It's it, it no. It it puts it and listen, we've talked about it. The players they're 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 split on this. Um, some really want to get back and play, and I understand that. And some really don't want to get back and play, and I understand that too. So makes 100%, I'm with you. Uh, one of the other things that we sort of want to cover real quick here before we end is that the LA Galaxy and other pro sports here in Los Angeles have proposed having in-market games in August of 2020. Um, you're sort of looking at the uh, Major League Baseball teams. You're looking at the NBA teams. You're looking at the NHL teams. Um, you're talking about all these different, uh, the NFL teams, if I didn't mention NFL. Um, you're talking about all these teams getting together and saying, this is sort of what we see as our timeline and possibly the first one back could be major league baseball just because with the tournament going on in major league soccer um and by the time they get back you're looking at august of 2020 for the la galaxy uh for that other team uh and the other other team in the city uh as well to also get back and start playing um 
playing you know soccer games in market so we're talking not with fans and that was never the the point of this but we're yeah. talking about getting games back at dignity health sports park and actually being played there which means that travel is a thing and they're going to allow travel as a thing uh whether or not that stays within regions whether it's just western conference and you just play the western conference and the western region so you know portland seattle maybe vancouver if you're going to go up and down the coast uh san jose lafc the la galaxy maybe rsl um it kind of depends on where you draw these different lines and how you can do it but you might limit some of that but they're talking about playing actual games in stadiums in california and that was something that was proposed by these major professional sports teams uh coming back july 2020 for major league baseball august 2020 for mls soccer uh you have nfl september of 2020 and october november december of 2020 the nhl and nba regular season basically begins again um as that whole thing goes so that's also coming down the line let's touch on a couple more things that we got uh rumors right now alan franco um yeah that one's not going to die and we've told you that basically it still seems like that one's going to be a, a done deal um dennis Declosa has really sort of you know tipped his cap that they were still interested in alan franco alan franco defender central defender it's a quote-unquote hole that the la galaxy have although you know nick depew certainly played well in his Come two on. games in his two games <laughs> I'm, I'm a huge fan of nick depew like if you can get somebody else in I, you, you know, what, no, you, you do and it. I talked about this. You know what I like about Nick? He's domestic. Mm-hmm. People keep domestic players. Things. You, you I, can't keep signing international players. You can't. People are like, let's ship, let's ship Bingham out and get an Argentinian goalkeeper. It's, it's like, wow. Uh, yeah. He's why? not, he's not great. He's not great, but he's okay. Right. He's okay enough. And he's domestic. Like you, the idea of like, we're just going to keep signing Mexicans and Argentinians and Brazilians. It doesn't work. Right. That's not the way Major League Soccer works. No, no, you it's that's why they limit the total number of international slots. Um, your teams should have, you know, domestic players and and the LA Galaxy have been good. When they've been good, they've had the domestic defenders. Um, the domestic defense, there's been some domestic, you know, midfielders. There's that's that's what you need. So really it's been the heart of the team have usually been those domestic players. Um, but understand, listen, the LA Galaxy can run out a a a probably nine or ten international starting lineup. Um, and I could see that happening. And some of those are going to be green cards. Right. And so, you know, that's how Robbie Keane was eventually not an international player. Let's all remember that. Uh, I didn't know that. Yeah, he, he had a green card. Uh, so he was he was one of those guys who had it. I mean, the LA Galaxy used to be the kings of green cards, which was, oh, hey, look, we have this international player. And now he's American. The you know, name. It, the wrong name is getting attributed to this. What, what, Bruce Arena. Bruce, Bruce oh, Arena. OK, yes. Yes. You know, you're right. Bruce Arena was was really good. There's a different brain trust. There's a different brain trust in, in charge now. So um, so it was one of those things. So uh, that's one. Alan Franco coming in as a defender. That one seems like that's going to happen when there is a transfer window and when this opens up and how that happens. I feel like the, this deal is already done. I don't have specific knowledge of that. I want to be clear. But this seems like one that's going to happen. Uh, the other one is the Renato Tapia. Uh, Tapia? T-A-P-I-A? I think we did tapia. Tapia? Yeah. It's fine. I, I, it, we'll, but I'm, we'll I'm black. I'm black. We eat tilapia fish a lot. I don't know if you know this. White people eat tilapia too. Is it, you, I, is it just the, a black I, thing? It's not just thing. black. This is, look, Josh, let's, I feel like me and you right now can solve this whole situation going on. <laughs> Over With tilapia? S- surrounding tilapia fish. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Is, is that, is, we're both on, on board with, I mean, our people, I feel like are on board with tilapia as a whole. Yeah. Is that, is that, okay. Oh uh, yeah. I'm, right. I'm, I, I don't think there's, it's, it's a good fish. I mean, everybody, what, everybody go home. 
Everybody go home. Stop all the stop all the burning and crazies. We everybody needs tilapia, and we've solved problems. I'm glad. I'm glad we figured it out. Okay. Anyway, well, be, so, be a vegan and stop eating animals. Do that. <laughs> I I knew there was gonna be something. I knew now now we're <laughs> now we're not on the same team anymore. Oh well, it, it was it was nice for about ten seconds. Yeah. Uh, Renato T- uh, Tapia Tapia Tapia. Let's call him midfielder. Uh, he's a defensive midfielder. He's uh, Peruvian. Uh, played his entire. This is why this like some of these things you say. Well, this makes sense. Uh, he's a guy who is Peruvian, but has played his entire career in the Netherlands. Hmm. Who's Dutch that the LA Galaxy know? Oh, I know. General Manager Dennis DeClosa. Oh, that guy. Hey, how about this? Thank you for calling that dude Dutch, because everyone seems to forget that he's actually Dutch. No, he's, he's Dutch. He's not Mexican. No, no. I mean, listen, his his Spanish is way, way better than mine. He could probably pass for, for Mexican as well. Um, but he's Dutch, and that's where he's from. But this is like the perfect sort of mix, the South American Dutch guy. I mean, if there was ever going to be a player who was definitely within the LA Galaxy's target zone, it would be somebody like this. Apparently, his contract up is, is up in June. Uh, Gustavo is the one who sort of tipped this, and this has been going on for a little, a couple weeks, um, basically talking to uh, some South American radio, or it was part of the Argentine radio, uh, where he said that they've basically been keeping an eye on him. They, they watch games and that they've seen him. The only issue is that it's like it's it's the lowest priority mm-hmm. of a posi- of a, a position of need. But if if he's a proper pure defensive midfielder, he is your Perry Kitchen replacement. If you don't like what Perry Kitchen's been given, if you don't like Perry Kitchen's uh, additions to the team as a whole, this is your direct replacement. But again, you run into the domestic problem. Perry Kitchen is a domestic player, and you yep. can only sign so many of these international players. And he's an international player in a position that's not of need, where you have multiple domestics that can play that exact same spot. That's so, the only problem. So the question we'll leave on then is, does that mean that somebody's leaving? Because clearly if you're going in for a position not of need, and obviously there's been rumors, uh, Christian Pavone possibly not staying. In fact, Christian Pavone not staying with the LA Galaxy. I mean, Dennis has been pretty clear on this, and whenever he was on our show, he was pretty clear on this. He didn't say he's not staying, but he he sort of said, listen, we understand that that's probably not going to be possible. There's more reports out today that Christian, the LA Galaxy aren't going to exercise the option. Duh. Everybody knows this. This is not surprising. What Dennis has said is that Christian Pavone should stay through the end of the season. Okay, so when that season is, if there is a season, all those fun things. But the question is, you know, Jonathan Dos Santos been linked to America again because, of course, he would because of his brother in there. So, I mean, that's but I I told you that this that rumor would be around until either Jonathan Dos Santos retires as an L.A. Galaxy fan or he moves to America. Yeah, he's um, also. But we forget Jonah. Jonah has also recently said, "I want to retire as a Galaxy player." That part doesn't really get tacked on to the end of the American rumors, nah, but like that's hey, too convenient. But it's it's also it's also what you expect from your captain. And we, I mean, I'm assuming we can agree Jonathan's a captain, right? Because I remember yes. Chicharito was a captain. Yes, no, Jonathan's a captain. We know Jonathan's him. okay. Yes. Just just checking. Chicharito Do, can be captain, but he's but, not the captain. I would say so Jonathan I, is the captain. I know this is it's an argument we had as well with the LA Galaxy. It was just but as. As you would imagine, I have a running list of captains as well, if you heard right. the Jersey conversation. Do I include Javier Hernandez? Because there was an official post that he was he was captain of the 2020 season, and now he's not. So I, I don't know. You you find out. You got you got the guess me. You got the contacts. Yeah. You find out. Yeah. Clear as mud. What can I tell you? I don't it's know. Clear as mud. I like that. So For Pavone. For, yeah. for Pavone. Like, looking at the current economic setup and what our world may be like in the next 20 years, if you had a pre-agreed price for any player in the world, to, are you triggering that price? Tear it up Absolutely right now. Absolutely no. Dennis came on. Team is, yeah, I was going to say Dennis came on the show and said that he could see as much as a 75% reduction in transfer fees because people. So why would you pay 20 million when really that deal might only be worth six or seven million dollars now? No, 
you would not transfer. In a, yeah, yeah, in a new financial arena, you don't know what. And I, I'm a San Lorenzo fan. If you guys follow the Argentinian uh, Super League at all, you you should. It's amazing. San Lorenzo's a great team. Um, don't follow Boca. Follow San Lorenzo. Okay. Um, their uh, father, San Lorenzo Lamaze, is a great man. Um, but there's no reason. Because you have no idea what the economy in Argentina or in Argentinian football is going to look like when all this gets settled. Boca maybe Boca was in a position where they basically needed to get rid of Pavon mm-hmm. twelve months ago to bring in other like, people. Yeah, why? No, they had already brought in his replacement. They had already brought in his forward replacement. They had to get rid of him for financial reasons. So why on earth would you pay twenty million twenty million dollars? No, I've always said that number's inflated anyway. It's probably not twenty million, but it could be twelve or fifteen. I mean, you yeah. know, yeah. But if but if Boca can't sell out La Bombonetta, like it's gonna be way less than twenty million. It's it's yeah. So, so anyway, if you're, if you're hell bent on him, like let's let's be patient. Be patient, see what happens. I think that is and Dennis sort of laid that out as well. Is he's you just have to sort of wait and see how all this goes. All right. Uh, I think we've covered most of the stuff. Uh, Alexi Lawless's birthday, I wanted to say that. Uh, Tony Sana as well, his birthday, uh, former LA Galaxy player. Uh, so happy birthday to uh, them as well as Javi, Javier Hernandez. Uh, it's his birthday. So uh, I think we've covered everything. There's a lot of uncertainty coming up. I think I'll sort of leave it at that. Um, what what what'd Zach, you say? Zach, Zach Ibsen's birthday, who yes. I mentioned earlier, yeah. is tomorrow. So And Sebastian Vorb's birthday, who I mentioned, is the day after that. See? So I, we're lined up for birthdays. We're ready to go. There we go. It's it's all set. So Full calendar. Um. So, no, I mean, so, listen, there's a lot of uncertainty, and this is, I guess this could even speak, Chris, to a, to a wider uh, swath of humanity as well. There's a lot of uncertainty right now. Uh, understanding where MLS is going to go, where the Players Union is going to go, certainly I think we're going to have some answers within the week. But, again, I wouldn't freak out if there's a lockout. I wouldn't freak out if things seem like they're going to be very negative in the next couple of days in order for there to be positives. They already weren't playing games. You're not missing anything right now. Uh, there's a hope that everybody will sort of get everything together and put together some sort of, you know, league for the rest of this year, if only to get the TV revenue and if only to get MLS sort of headed in the right direction, able to take advantage of all these instabilities around the world in soccer. And that's really one of the major reasons I think you'd want it to be back in and playing. So, uh, Chris, anything else you want to touch on before we go? I'll give you sort of last word. Yeah, I'll run. I'll run down super quick. Uh, there is a pro clubs league called Liga G ninety. I think it's Liga G underscore ninety six. Yep, that's correct. It's pro, pro clubs league um, where it's a. If you don't know pro clubs on FIFA, you play a single person in a position in a spot rather than playing as an entire team. You get to join a team and, and follow that. Um, I'm part of Barcelona. I was guys. So this this podcast, the hammer, of course, is is uh, yeah, Cosmo SC. So and I, I played a practice game with Cosmo SC last week just to sort of do it. I, it was fun. I had a good time. I loved it. It was I'll, great. Josh, you're a free agent. I'll sign you to Barcelona right now. You don't even have to play. You could just be like, yo, I'm I'm Josh Gessman, backup center back, Barcelona. Represent. I'm a, I'm a right back. Just a right back. Oh, right we, back. we have a we have a we have Dave Arona from LA. Oh. This is what I should be pimping. Follow, follow at Liga G G 90 underscore 96 on Twitter. The and I'll put pro clubs to the side because as much as I love pro clubs and I love FIFA, it's, it's really not that important in the grand scheme. Independent. This is this is I'm going to use my platform for good. Independent soccer coverage and independent L.A. Galaxy coverage is so important. I have I've been a Galaxy fan since 2005. I have seen the 
I haven't seen some of the dregs as a lot of people have, but I've certainly seen my own. I've, I've been in, I've, I've traveled in vans to San Jose. I've traveled in vans to, to Seattle for Western conference finals. I've been around the world in III support them. You don't, you don't like the riot squad cast. It's perfectly fine. You don't like, you, know, you can follow me on Twitter at zero cool one thirty eight If you like, I just almost exclusively talk about the galaxy right now. I'm a little preoccupied as you may understand right. as a black man in America, who's a father. Um, but overall when things are normal, I talk about the galaxy to at, at ridiculous links, but don't support, you don't have to support me. I'm, I'm difficult and I'm sometimes. Oh, I got so close. Wow. Wow. So close. That, that was, that that was a, yeah. Does it, that get bleeped? Yeah. Oh yeah. That absolutely gets bleeped. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Man. Okay. So close. Right, I'm sorry. No, no I'm keep sorry. going. Keep going. I thought that was fine. I'm, I'm difficult. How's that? Let's yeah. just cut that on all together. Uh, no, no, no. I'm, I'm leaving that in. Absolutely. No, you, you tried and you <laughs> failed. I want to, I want to get you. that in there just right there. Yes. I can be difficult sometimes. I understand that. There are amazing, amazing, amazing people doing galaxy coverage. And I'm going to name a few of them. And if I forget them, I'm sorry. And and follow me and, and uh, the names I, I name on Twitter. And hopefully they'll all get you in, get you in line. LA is our house a, is a podcast. Um, they've been doing it longer than the riot squad cast, although they don't really get the credit they deserve for it. Straight from the stands is a, is uh, I don't want to say an ACB centric podcast, but the members are in the ACB. So if, if you're looking for, if you are, if you're in the ACB or you sit in general admit, admission and you want something that's that's more geared towards your experience, uh, straight from the stands is an amazing podcast you should follow. Um, oh my God, I'm in a space. I, I knew I should have wrote this down. Simply Soccer um, is is oh God uh, Michelle Hootink, and I can only say that because I put I spent a lot of time learning her name. Uh, um, oh my God, Jamie Bacon. What's the last guy? I'm forgetting. I'm forgetting his name. Transpants, which is a weird sentence word to say on a podcast. But, but, that, but yeah, that's, that's his, his name. That's his name. It's his Twitter, on Twitter profile. Yeah. I, um, you know, there's there's there's, there's the, so the news across the galaxy. The Nag, me, the Nag news, Boys. Yes. Yep. Nag Boys. Uh, who who I mean, who sit in Lars and they're they're diehard Galaxy fans. And Eddie does Eddie and and Bryant is a, just a beautiful human being, top to bottom. But Eddie is real. Eddie, you're beautiful on the inside. <laughs> so don't worry about the outside. I think Eddie's beautiful. I just He's I just want to put that top out to bottom. Okay. Um, the Riot Squadcast is me and my buddy uh, Ed the Zombie. You can follow him at Ed uh, at the Zombie Thirteen. You can follow our producer producer Ben at Old Man Ben Number Three yeah. on Twitter. Um, yeah, I, I, it's, it's all to say, like, I've been around, there's, I mean, the people who are doing merchandising, pin, uh, what is it? Uh, pin, pin, help me here. Oh, um, pinestrial or pin, pin testrial. It's yeah. like, yep. There's that know, one. There's like one, two threads. There's yes. One, two threads threadless. Yep. I just received a Cosmo shirt in the mail from threadless. There's, I mean, there's so many people doing galaxy work and i you know i i would of course i would love you to download my show of course i would love you to follow me on twitter and, and what have you but if you hate me and that's fine some people do i'm difficult uh I, just just get out and support some of them because there was a time there was none of this right and the galaxy and major league soccer had to manufacture it and i'm tired of watching them <laughs> manufacture it i'm exhausted because they manufacture it so poorly they manufacture it in a way that's supposed to lead you to a certain place and it's not it's not a play it used to be a play where you watched major league soccer take part and you were just a, you were a participant. It's not that anymore. It's your league. It's your team. It's your people. It's your history. Go make your own things. If you don't like something the way it is, 
go make your own. If you, if you, if you don't, if you're too shy to make your own, that's okay. Go support someone who's making their own. There's enough of these around where you don't need to absorb major league soccer's nonsense and BS. That's okay. That's allowed. You don't have to accept major league soccer's nonsense and BS anymore. You can support people who are covering it themselves. They make t-shirts. You can support them financially. If, if that's something you're you can do. And I understand the world we're in right now, but like, Josh has been my friend for 10 years now. I mean, I think I met you the year after you started your show. I've known Josh for a decade and I haven't been on a show yet. We don't have to talk about that. No, you have been. We've we've done it. Yeah. Just not, just not this way, this way. We, and we wanted to do it. You're right. It was, it was far too long. If someone else gets to talk more than I do, it doesn't count. (laughs) It doesn't count. But like, I love, I I love Josh Gessman like a brother. He's a, he's a, he's a, a family. He's a friend of mine. He's a family friend. My wife knows him. You know, my children have met you. Yes. Support the people who are putting in the work because you can buy the jerseys for $160. They'll always be $160 until they go on sale next year. Right. If they go on sale next year for $80 and you could have threw $80 to someone who's putting in the work, the legitimate work for you to enjoy your team at an, at an advanced level than you otherwise would have had they not done the work. Consider that. That's all I'm saying. Um, zero cool one thirty eight on Twitter, Riot Squadcast on Twitter. If, that, if that's what you're into and Instagrams, we're all over the place. So get involved and, and, and do something more than downloading and listening to podcasts, paint a TIFO, hang a banner, get involved with the supporters groups. The best thing you can do. I love it. All right, Mr. Tucker, thank you so much for coming on, buddy. I really appreciate you, it. Sir. You've been, you've been excellent. And, uh, and again, everybody go follow Chris, go do what he says too. Cause that's some, that's some great advice and there's some great people doing some great content all right if you're looking for me on twitter as always it's at j guessman j-g-u-e-s-m-a-n and of course at galaxy podcast head on over to corner of the galaxy.com all of our podcasts are right there for you any news breaking news we of course have coverage for that on corner of the galaxy.com uh be kind to each other out there it's a crazy world there's some people who uh who uh who are having some rough times right now um so uh love always better than hate is is my basic uh, uh sentiment for right now and i want all of you all of my listeners all of my friends uh, be safe. And we love you very much. All right. Uh, from everybody here at Corner of the Galaxy, from Mr. Chris Tucker, I'm Josh Gessman. You've been listening to Corner of the Galaxy from the Box on cornerofthegalaxy.com. Have a great one, everybody. You've been listening to the Corner of the Galaxy podcast on cornerofthegalaxy.com. You can follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Galaxy Podcast. And be sure to check out and subscribe to iTunes, Stitcher, and Facebook by searching for Corner of the Galaxy. Fans, we thank you for listening, and we ask that you be kind and courteous to your neighbors as you leave the podcast. We thank you for joining us and look forward to seeing you again. Until then, I'm Michael Araujo, and on behalf of the entire Corner of the Galaxy crew, goodbye, everybody. <laughs>